to the sixth episode of the Momster Squad, where us real, down-to-earth, and sometimes raunchy moms talk about our lives. So get ready to reach into your inner momster and take this journey with us. So for those of you that have been continual listeners, you will appreciate the segue into this next story. One of our listeners, Christina from Australia, did rewrite us regarding a mom story that she shared with us. And as we stated before, we are going to um, display, talk about at least six mom stories every five episodes. If you haven't listened to... Sorry. Okay. (laughs) Becky likes to explain things into details. That's why I'm laughing. All right. So y'all listen. If you haven't listened to episode five, you need to stop right now what you're doing. Go back to five, listen, and then come back to six to understand this. So Miss Christina from Australia has sent us the information, more info as requested. Loving listening, by the way, she says. Tristan, her son, has been scared of the dark since around that age. He won't sleep without a nightlight. He has said a couple more times that he thought he could see eyes staring at him through his bedroom window. Yeesh. With the the layout... The goosebumps, yes. (laughs) With the layout of our place, that's simply not possible for him to see any neighbors or people walking by. And for someone to get into our yard and to his window... They would have to jump a tall fence, and we would hear it. Once or twice, his younger brother, Patrick, has stood in his doorway and stared at us at night. So scary to wake up to the backlit shape of a small child standing down the hall. But nothing especially weird. I have lived in a haunted house before, though, so that's immediately where my mind went when Tristan talked about the bad things. That's pretty much it. So... Anything to say, ladies? Um, I have goosebumps again. (laughs) (laughs) I think Um, it's crazy. As well as any child, as Mikey used to, he hasn't in a long time, but he used to, like, sleepwalk. That always freaks me out. Summer sleepwalks. I used to sleepwalk. I've got some pretty freaky stories from my childhood. Jacqueline kind of sleepwalks, but she will, like, if she wakes up in the morning... Um, this is when she, like, was in our room. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. She would come and, like, she didn't want to wake me up, so she'd just stand there. But I could, like, feel her standing there staring at me, and i just open my eyes. Or she'd, like, touch me, and then I'd jump out of my skin, like, what the hell. Yeah. <laughs> also, Christina mentioned that she lived in a haunted house before. Yeah, that's crazy. What are those stories? And right, again, why, why are you giving us little little segues? She's like leaving us off on a cliffhanger. And this. I think Christina would like to come to the U.S. <laughs> and be a guest on the Momster Squad. Um, now, as far as sleepwalking is concerned, I clearly don't recall it because I was sleepwalking. Mm-hmm. But there are... Uh, Two stories in particular that I do remember being told by my parents. Um, The first was with my mother and my stepfather. Apparently they were at the table drinking some wine. And I came out and stared both of them very slowly, directly in their faces. 
turning my head. Barf. Of, right. <laughs> <laughs> like the exorcist? It's like, um, well, okay, those of you that know me. <laughs> <laughs> Becky, that's me, has what's called the exorcist head tilt, and you better fucking run. <laughs> um, but no, seriously, my mother said that I, like, stared them both in the face. I tried to reach for one of their glasses of wine, and they've, of course, pulled it. Yeah, you're trying to start early. Uh, <laughs> I may or may not be drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so apparently since they pulled their glasses back from me, I went in the refrigerator and I grabbed a bottle of maraschino cherries, at which point I proceeded to chug the juice from the maraschino cherries and I went back to bed. That was one story. (laughs) Yeah. You are a strange person. Oh, I know. Come on, you guys. It's why you love me. So then the other one comes from what was my father and my stepmother. And they had a pool table in what should have been, I guess, maybe their dining area. And I had gone to bed, and they had, you know, a couple friends over, as we all do. You know, mm-hmm. like you, you're adults. I, I remember back to my childhood, go to bed, and now I'm doing that. <laughs> to the kids, go to bed, get out of here. Yeah, get out of my face. <laughs> um, but apparently I grabbed my piggy bank, which was simply just a mason jar with a, a knife hole cut in the top to slide uh-huh. the coins in. And I came out and I stood at the end of the pool table and yet again stared at every single one of them. And then I started, I wish I had a change jar right now. I sat, I didn't sat, I stood there and I started shaking the jar. Like violently, I walked all all the way around the pool table and then back to bed and nothing else was heard of me. Did anybody give you money? No. So apparently I won't do well on the streets with with a hat playing a guitar. (laughs) That's right. Summer, the one time she slept walk, she freaking walked out into the kitchen and like, start. I'm like, what are you doing? And she didn't answer me and she walked over to the garbage can and pulled her pants down. (laughs) I had to real quick grab her and like run her to the bathroom. And then another time... Oh what in the so house? Did she, she had to pee. Yeah, she had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> so she was just in the trash can. So and then um, when after we moved here, and uh, we were sitting in the living room, and she walks past us to go into our room, and we're like, "What are you doing?" And when we said that, it must have woke her up, and she like looked at us, and she's just like, "I don't know." And then went back to bed. <laughs> yeah, the one time when we first moved in here, I think it was when we first moved in here, like, obviously we locked our doors at night. Well, Mikey decided to come out of the bedroom, and he was, like, trying to open the door, and AJ came out, and he's like, Mikey, what are you doing? He's like, I'm trying to get out. Like, what? Why? But he was, like, asleep. And so he had to direct him back to bed. But it was just like, God, if AJ's a light sleeper, so thank God he woke up because if he figured out how to open the door and went not straight out somewhere, so I'd um, be panicking. My babysitter, when I was younger, her name was, I used to call her Mush. That's what I called her. Her name was Michelle. Butch. <laughs> Mush. Mush. <laughs> now I'm. 
Mush. Mush. Upstairs, and it was one of those like the stairways you went up like six steps, and then there was a level flat, and then you went up six steps and a level flat, and so on. Well, apparently, I was found with my pillow and blanket at the very bottom of the stairs by the door that you would come in. No, there was not drinking involved on that particular occasion, <laughs> but it happened. So that's the last I know of of having slept well, but it can be a very scary thing. And because I know that I did it. Well, they say never wake up a sleepwalker. Yeah. Yeah. You're supposed to let them ride it, ride it through from what I understand. You but just kind of have to like unless, direct them. Yeah. Unless they're like harming. Right. Right. Um, because I slept walk, walked, slept walked. Yes. I made sure that the, um, the children knobs, we're not just on, like, say, um, a cupboard door that had cleaning products on it. I literally had the knobs on the inside of my main entries to the house, the front yeah. and back door. And I, let me see, we moved in. Braden was just over three, and I don't think I removed those things from the doors until after she was like five. And it, and it still I concerns me. Yeah. I, I remember my mother came to visit. <laughs> I left her in the house with my daughter to go somewhere, and I left her the keys to my car. I think I left with you, Jennifer. Probably. And she couldn't get out of the house. I think I remember that. <laughs> I think I That would be me. That. I'd be like, how the fuck do you open this door? <laughs> She's like, I don't understand. I'm like, get your stay in there. <laughs> I think We're going to trap that. you. <laughs> There's also that TikToker, I forget her name, but like, she oh, does, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. her sleeping videos. Uh-huh. She, like, eats. she videotapes her. Did you see? And they're funny. She like fights with things in her sleep. Yeah. I think oh, I she, talks, she talks to her she dog. goes out in the snow. Yes, yes. And, yes. and her husband, husband has to come <laughs> get her. It's funny. Hey, if you're listening, can you please write in? Cause, like, or have your husband do it. Because I, I want more of that. <laughs> Just look her up on TikTok. I'll show you later. I know I've she's seen the hilarious. one. She's hilarious. She does so, a yeah, lot of she videos. does a lot of spooky stuff too. Like yeah. she's into all that. I like spooky. Right up your alley. Oh, definitely right up my alley. For sure. But so anything else or should we pick a topic out of the bowl? Oh probably pick a topic. I picked last time I flung out on the floor. Right, that is right. Right. Picking a topic out of the bowl. Let's see. What do we have? Drum roll, please. (laughs) Something. 
Hold on. Let's see. It fell into the drink. Yeah. What? <laughs> the non-alcoholic drink. <laughs> um, dun, da, da, da. Is this like Abby's cat, Igoris? <laughs> I will kill her. Can you read it? No, I can read it. Okay. Oh my god. I, I think we should it. talk about that. Go ahead. <laughs> Before we read that topic, go ahead and talk about that. All right, so Jennifer is trying to pick topics out of a bowl, which Abby wrote down on pieces of paper. Well, Abby, we we all like to play games that, you know, we may or may not be drinking. (laughs) And Abby decided to turn Jenga into a drinking game. A drunk drinking, drunk Jenga. And mind you, she had three freaking pages of instructions we had to the get rules. <laughs> well, who was it that pulled it? Was it me or was it you? I don't remember. There was about ten of us. We were having a um, couples Valentine. Oh my god! It, it was, was a so much fun. Valentine's couples game night. Is that what it was? Yeah, yeah was the it, first one. Yep, right? first one at my house, and one of us pulled one of the jangle tiles, and, and, and <laughs> jangle t- <laughs> Jenga. Oh, Jesus Christ. Take it away from her. They're going to be breaking bottles up in here. So, the topic on this supposed Jenga tile said Cat E. Gores. And none of us, including Abby herself, who wrote the damn thing. I was messed up at that time. So, I'm like, I don't know what I put. And then it clicked on it. Oh, categories. <laughs> so, Abby and my phone is listed as lots of things. When, when, my, when, when my Bluetooth... Oh, God, I got to look it up oh, now. God. It's Abby Kadabi Categoras Griffin. <laughs> so, yes, go ahead with your category, Jennifer. All right. Keeping kids away from parents, grandparents, etc. What the hell? That was one of the things you, I think you mentioned yeah. that before. <laughs> She's like, wait, let me look back in my notes. Nope. You told me and I wrote okay, it let down. Let me look at that. So, keeping children away from Their certain parents or, or grandparents. Oh, or, yes, or, I didn't write it down. Okay. Like, so, all right, let's rephrase this. We are not trying to keep our kids away from these people. <laughs> we have a problem with those that do. Well, depends on the situation. Uh, yes, yes, okay. So, um, who cares to it, start it, on that topic? It basically, I mean, comes down to if you have a toxic family member, you know, then, yes, I think it's okay for you to keep them away. Now, in certain things, um, like for example, if you're with a partner who's that you're separated and you don't get along, and maybe you think they're not the best person, but they're not a bad parent, um, I don't think you should really keep them away from their child because eventually that child will grow up and see how that person kind of is. If that makes sense, without giving you so, too much detail. So actually, <laughs> that actually. Um, makes perfect sense because so my oldest growing up barely ever saw her sperm donor Mm -hmm. ever and 
for like 10 years, she blamed me that I kept him. I kept her from seeing him. Yeah. I didn't allow him to come visit this and that. And, um, and I didn't, and I always took the blame. Like it was, it was really hard. And then when she turned, what was it? she was 16, it was recently. 15, 15 or 16, she ended up telling him off and she sent me what she said and she goes on and on to say, you know, I blamed my mother all those years when really it was you. Like I never talked bad about them. And so I I mean, I guess it's a little bit different, but yeah, I mean like with my ex, he's not the greatest person. I he's like a narcissist and you know, every it's everybody else's fault, fault. and not his mm-hmm. self. That's and, my youngest. And, but he's a good father to right. my son, Mikey. So I just let, I mean, he still sees him every weekend and whatever that. So I wouldn't prevent Mikey from seeing his father um, because I know even now. I just he hope says, and pray yeah. <laughs> when they get old enough to realize. They'll be like, wow. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, I don't want to keep him away because then it's like, right. who, like, you... They will fall on you. Well, and to segue on keeping kids away from family members, it also is about the verbalization of those family members in front of those children. Yeah. Because you do not... These kids deserve to be kids. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So... Kids don't need to know, like, for instance, um, you know, when I was growing up, um, unfortunately for my mother, and I, I, I know how things are, and I'm not going to go into detail at this point in time, but mm-hmm. she was scared to death of my biological father. Yeah. And therefore involved me in some of the more adult-like things, such as, can you ask him for the child support he owes me? I shouldn't even know what the F child support is at that age, okay? Oh, yeah, even with Mikey's father, he talks about whatever, child support or whatever, which we don't need to go into detail right. with that, but the Mikey will be saying things, and I'm like, how do you even know this? Like, some things, like, don't discuss with your kids. Like, that's why I'm, let your kids be kids. Don't worry them about bills, whatever, all that stuff, because that's none of their business, which right. I told Mikey. I'm like, one, that's none of your business. Worry about yourself, worry about your school, grades, and being a kid. Mm-hmm. Everything else, don't worry about. I will say I feel like sometimes I cross the line when it comes to my daughter, although my husband and I are, you know, still together, and we work very well as a team 99% of the time. Well, yeah. Um, but, you know, I do, like, when I sit at my desk, my daughter knows that that means mommy's working on bills. Of course, she has questions. So, in that case, Well, that's all expose... with talking in age-appropriate. Right, and on a need-to-know basis, yes. you know. Well, but that's also teaching her life skills. Exactly. Where, but not like being something like, like, oh, stressing. I gave, yeah, yeah, I like, gave your mom this much money. Why right. don't you have your new sneakers um, on or some shit like Someone that. very close to me had said, you know, that when, when you're at a store, for instance, and I'm, I'm guilty of saying this, but once I heard, this was my stepmother, once I heard her say it to me, it made me kind of do a double check on myself was when you're in a store and your child asks for something and you say, no, I can't afford it. Your child should not know that you can't afford it. Yeah. The, the answer is no, 
no, you can't have that. Yeah. They say, why? Because I said so. Yeah. And that's the, the, the old, <laughs> age-old saying, because, because I, I said, said so. That. It's on my car and the bumper sticker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because as parents, there are times where you go through a struggle and, you know, you can't, like, we would love to get everything in the world for our children Absolutely. and whatever. Um, but one, that's how you create spoiled brats. Right. Yeah. Two, <laughs> um, <laughs> It's not feasible. You can't constantly, you know, especially the way the economy is, it's not, you can't. Well, and I'm constantly trying to remind my daughter, although she has a brother in New York, my husband's Mm -hmm. um, son from a previous relationship, Raiden is being raised basically as an only child, as I was. And I was also an only grandchild. So... I was always taught along the way that, you know, struggling builds character and that, you know, you can't have everything that you want. Although when you're the only one, it's pretty easy for that stuff to happen. Yeah. So therefore, in that sense, I'm, I am constantly saying to my child, you know, you need to consider yourself lucky. Like she went to a birthday party recently where the child only had, say, three or four, if that, gift bags on the table. And my daughter whispered to me, that's all he's getting? And I said, that's how it is sometimes. I said, does does that make you think anything? You need to know that you're lucky. You need to know that you're blessed. And you need to be grateful. So that being said, going back more so to what children shouldn't know. They shouldn't have, you know, we shouldn't have to say, well, go ask your dad for the child support. Or your your dad, you shouldn't no, you shouldn't you speak ill of the other parent. Yeah, or and you of, don't bring in adult conversations to children like that should stay between the adults mm-hmm. because it's unnecessary. And then it's like you're mentally kind of having your kid pick sides if you do. Yeah. Well, sometimes it it's not that easy though. Too. I mean, sometimes um, an hard. argument or a disagreement just fuses right in front of the child and in a perfect world you would put out that that wick of the candle and walk away but you're heated and in the moment and all of a sudden shit blows up you know so now you're in the predicament of the kid has heard everything now how do we put out that fire you know how do we do damage control you sit there and talk to your child and explain the situation and you say you know i didn't mean for you to see that Obviously, I was not in my best moment. Mm-hmm. Because if we expect them to get along and compromise and share and not yell they and not call names, and then the adults by turn example, exactly. One, two, you need to have children understand emotions too. It's okay to have emotions. Now, granted, my son, he is a very emotional person. <laughs> we all know he's very. Sensitive. Enter Mikey. <laughs> Where are you? Um, even before this recording, he was about to burst. Well, he did tear up. About <laughs> to burst into tears and whatever because we kicked him outside. So <laughs> and him and his friends. He didn't want to go outside because it's hot here. <laughs> but so even, hot. Even though it's just they just want to listen through because they conveniently forgot things inside that they needed to come back and grab. <laughs> um, besides the point. <laughs> with their buds. Uh, <laughs> but besides the point, it's everything's 
a learning process when you get down to it. You know, we're all not going to be in our best moments. We're not. It's funny that you say that about the learning process because it's something I've recently said to Brayden and now brought it up on a couple of occasions over the past few months is I can't remember what it was that led me to say this, but I'm like, I don't know. I don't know, Brayden. Yeah. This is my first time. Just well, I've never raised an eight-year-old before. Yeah. So every day that's new to you, it's new to me. Mm-hmm. I'm learning as I go. And she, you guys know her. She's pretty, pretty on top of things. And she's like, well, then how do you get to be the boss of me? <laughs> I can see and, you know, there. Right. And I said, well, you know, of course, I am older and do have the wisdom of being a child myself, growing up through these things, seeing what was said or done with me disciplinary wise or wasn't said or done with me disciplinary wise. And I learned lessons from that and how I want to raise my child. However, that being said, each moment truly <clears throat> is different and unique in and of itself per parent, per age group. Per kid. Per kid, exactly. Yeah. There is not going to be, you know, people say there's no book on raising children. Well, <laughs> I mean, the, there is. Go but... to the bookstore because <laughs> there's freaking hundreds of them, but none of them are accurate. They, they are good guidelines. Mm-hmm. I will admittedly say I've read a couple of them and gotten some really, really good pointers. Or I'm like, Google. I'm like, my child's doing this. What do I do? Right. Well, I'm just waiting for Jacqueline. I only give it a few more years before Jacqueline doesn't want to go to New York for the summer anymore because she she called me the other day and we were talking, and she said, you know, I should have just came back with you and Daddy because my Daddy here, he's never with me. He's always working. I said, so go tell him you want to spend time with him. So what'd she do? (laughs) She walked her little ass inside and said, Daddy, you need to stop working because I want to spend time with you and Aaron and just you and Aaron. And he's like, well, we have to bring the baby with us because we don't have a babysitter. Yeah. And she's like, yes, yeah, she's fine, but not all these other kids. And I just, I You were still on the phone? Yes. Wait, but it gets better. So then she goes, Mommy, can I talk to Daddy? Now, she knows and understands she has two daddies, her biological dad in New York, and she herself started calling Chris dad when she was two, and she, from the time she was two, can distinguish and tell you, you know, Chris is her stepdad, Mm -hmm. my dad in New York's my real dad. Anyway, so I said, yeah, hold on, so I put Chris on the phone, and she goes, hi, daddy, and he said, hi. And she goes, I miss you. And he said, I miss you too, baby. And he, she goes, and I still love you. Aww. <laughs> and he goes, I still love you too. She goes, I should have came back with you and mommy. <laughs> and he, in front of Eric. I was just going to ask, was it in front of him? <laughs> and I'm, I'm dying, like completely dying. And so we ended up finishing up. I hung up with her. I looked at Chris. I said, I only give it a few more years. And she, first she said she wished we still lived in New York so that way she could still see both. And then she goes, actually, no, I don't want to live in New York. They need to move down there. 
Oh, they could be closer to us. Yeah. Which Erin does want to move down here, so. And it's good that you get along with her. Oh, I love her. Erin, I know you're listening. I love you. <laughs> love you too, Erin. <laughs> I don't know you, but love you too. <laughs> Becky hasn't met her yet. Oh, okay. We're, we're just Facebook friends. Uh, we're not even that, but it's okay. Hey, hit me up. I mean, hit up Abby. That's what I mean. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's, it's weird to see. I mean, if you step back and you let kids just ride through, they'll know. Because yeah. even Mikey will like say things and like yeah, I know. I mean she's she's <laughs> a lot older or younger than Gianna was when Gianna like started noticing like hey I'm here. Jacqueline goes to New York for eight weeks a year. That's it, and the whole year, the whole other. 40 whatever weeks yeah. he never calls her uh, ever yeah. and then and then when she's there for only 8 weeks he's working all the time well people do have to work i know I but mean, even, i get that but you should take a few the, minutes out of your day to talk to your daughter yeah, yeah. but erin erin does anything, say they you know? do have a really close bond like that when they are when he is home and paying attention to her which that, is good yeah, they, like, crack jokes, and, like, I mean, he does favor her, but, and Lainey, but, yeah. Oh. Me well, like, for instance, I've recently had some personal issues with my mother, which really, really sucks and breaks my heart. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I know my mother wants nothing more than to be with Brayden constantly. Like, yeah. that's the only thing that I think keeps her going. Send her and, up there for the summer. Well, I just told John when we <laughs> Have were... fun! <laughs> Bye! John, we just took... I think you'd miss her too much. Yeah. Um, I think you would... See me? You say, um, but right. I know you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You might be able to do, like, two weeks. Yeah. Well, I was just telling John while we were on vacation, because, yes, the three of us went on vacation just this past ten days. Yeah. We went to Tennessee, Pigeon Which means we didn't see each other for like two weeks. Right. right. I know. We're just catching up now. <laughs> fresh. On the air. Hear it hot. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mentioned to him while we were there. I was like, you know, I'm like, maybe I'll drive to New York and take her there. And because I don't want to keep Braden away from my mother. I don't, I don't want to be away from my mother. But there's some toxicity going on that I don't need my child involved in and unfortunately i do play a part in it i will take accountability for that um but you know there's issues that just don't i I don't know it's bottom line is i would never keep my child from anybody unless they were specifically harming her yeah um physically or or mentally like brainwashing or whatever yeah and that's not my mother by any way shape or form Um, so, I mean, I personally am very lucky. I don't have that problem. I'm not split from the father of my child. Yeah. So, you know, at, at worst in my household, we occasionally have a blow up. And the, and the thing, the thing that gets me is in the nine and a half years that John and I have been together, um, almost married for nine, but been together for nine. Mm-hmm. We've had just, I mean, maybe a handful of fights. 
and maybe two of them were like huge. Others are just normal disagreements that and families get petty, into. Yeah. And and Sometimes what, I and what does like why do we fight like that? And what do, and what does the child remember? Nothing. Heaven forbid she's gonna remember. We just went to Dollywood. She's gonna remember that daddy was bitching about mommy's driving. <laughs> Speaking so, of Dollywood or your how was your vacation? Our vacation was wonderful. Um, the three of us have not been able to get away as a family, just the three of us, without going to, for instance, I was just mentioning Grammy, going and staying at their house. And yes, we're on vacation, not having to go to work, but we're at Grammy and Grampy's. It's in their house, in their backyard, in the pool, and that's nice enough, and, and we have gone and done things. Mm-hmm. But as far as the three of us just going somewhere... The only other time we've ever done that is when we had to flee because of a hurricane and evacuation notice. What and hurricane was that? Florence. Florence. 2018. Uh, yeah, yeah, we were here. We stuck it out. No, we, we went to that. And I went to Florida. <laughs> oh, I stayed here, and then the power went out, and then we played hide-and-go-seek with Mikey, and then he got scared. He's like, and I almost killed AJ. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry to no, segue into that. please go. So we were playing hide-and-go-seek. It's the power went out, so we're like, what can we do? And we decided to play hide-and-go-seek in the dark. So me and AJ... Manhunt, yes, I used to play that too. Um, But we were playing hide-and-go-seek in the house. And I went to hide, and I went on top of Mikey. He had a twin bed at the time, so I hopped right on top of Mikey's twin bed at the time under the covers, not realizing AJ was underneath the bed. (laughs) (laughs) And he said that he held it like this because it was like... The bar okay, that so was you guys back cannot back. see what like this means. <laughs> like holding to his face because the bar was like to his neck, and he was like, I couldn't say anything. I was like trying so hard to hold you up because I was gonna die. And then all I heard was, I'm scared. Can you guys come out now? And then we got out, and then I realized he was under the bed. And I was like, and he's like, You must kill me. <laughs> Like, well, I didn't know you were under there. Pick a better hiding spot next time. <laughs> that that uh, seemed like a pretty good hiding spot to me. It was. You're but... on the bed. He's under the bed. Who's not going to see you on the bed? A big lump yeah, under the but, covers. But at the time, Mikey didn't make his bed, so he would, like, have it lumped, like, the his um, comforter lumped up. Yeah. So I made it like it was lumped up. So I was like curled up. And like a body pillow. Yeah, so like you couldn't like that. notice yeah. that I was there. <laughs> but yeah. I would have liked to have seen oh, that live. Yeah, right? <laughs> now um, we, we evacuated to Georgia, and this was thanks to my mother. She flipped the bill for that for us to get the hell out of Dodge. And I cannot remember remember the name of the place that we went to. We went to the middle of nowhere. It was literally Podunk. <laughs> Wasn't there like Georgia. nothing? There was to nothing. Do? There was like the freaking Hall of Fame of Rice or Should some just shit. Came oh, wait, <laughs> oh, Hall of Fame of Rice. I, actually, I'm sorry. That's in Georgia. White town. rice, brown rice, <laughs> yellow Spicy rice, rice. <laughs> yellow <Yeah>, rice. <laughs> well, yeah, there was there was nothing. Um, and the funny thing is, had we gone a little bit further, Atlanta, Georgia, at the time, if you provided your ID showing were, that you were an evacuation, um, from an evacuation evacu- zone, evacu- 
and then vacuum-y. Vacuum-y. Vacuum. That's what they Hoover. <laughs> anyway, they were offering free everything. Yeah. You could get into the, the, the baseball stadium and all sorts of stuff. Oh, that's cool. Yep, and here we were in freaking podunk land. But again, I am thankful that oh, no. we were we were safe. There, was there was a zoo nearby. But all of that being said, John and I finally decided, look, it's time that we take a vacation, just the three of us going somewhere we've never been with anybody we've ever known. I need a vacation. And, and just go and do. And we did. And we did it up. We went to Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. We went to Parrot Mountain. That was our very first. We arrived on a Saturday night. And that next morning we woke up, we went to Parrot Mountain. That was the only day it rained. I hear you guys got a shit ton of rain while we were gone. Yeah. Thanks. I feel like every day it's been storming and it's been so freaking loud. I don't remember any storms being so loud as this summer has. AJ keeps chalking up like, well, it happens every summer. And I'm like, no, I feel like this summer is just like more intense and more loud. Like, no. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I do believe that. I was the driving in a flash well, of light. Well, the environment is thunder. changing. Yeah. Because... England just set a record of going over to like 110 over in England. So Jesus. like there is like degrees. Yeah. Oh, shit. No. I didn't <laughs> know what you were talking about. Feet. I don't know what to tell you. Like 110 people <laughs> stacked on a tower. <laughs> tower of bleeding pizza. <laughs> I am feeling this. Sorry. Anyway, yes, we had a great time. We went to Parrot Mountain. If you ever get a chance to go to Parrot Mountain, Pigeon Forge, I highly, highly recommend it. The birds are beautiful. They're everywhere. They 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 sit on you. They 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 talk to you. Did they get poop on you? I I I for me to poop on. Yes. <laughs> you don't poop on what? I didn't ask if you pooped on them. I asked okay, do you guys, you. again, I'm the old one. I'm pretty sure it was from Conan. Great Poupon? Uh, no, what not Great Poupon. <laughs> I probably don't even know what that is. <laughs> what? You don't know? Pizza, can I have some Great Poupon? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> All right, so I remember oh Great Poupon. <laughs> Yeah, it was a commercial for Grape Poupon. Yes. Google it, please. Okay, and then Conan, the late night show, that big, tall, red-headed dude, yes. mm-hmm. he had this little rubber dog, and somehow or another, the dog would, like, look at, I don't know, they'd be doing some skit, and he'd be like, good enough for me to poop on. Think I can think of is the Andy Milanakis show where he dressed his grandma up and she had a stash that said coupon. Coupon! <laughs> <laughs> and she'd go, coupon, coupon! <laughs> Alright, we have gone way off. I know, I actually them. remembered something that actually goes with this topic. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Back to the topic we from derail. the bowl. So, I, I want as she's to hugging know what her the bottle. D- What's the topic to the bowl? <laughs> I can't wait to hear what that sounds 
Jacqueline. Okay. <laughs> so back to keeping kids away from people. I'm gonna take the brute. <laughs> yes, I rode over here on my broom. <laughs> Recall who she is. How long has it been since she's seen her? A few years. And do have you said she those words she to is. Jacqueline about oh. that person? No. Gotcha. Just Aaron. Because Aaron don't like her either. <laughs> Seems like Eric gets around. <laughs> yep. <laughs> sure does. <laughs> he does have six children. Sperm donor. And three of them, three of them, Jacqueline and her, so it goes Lucas, Jacqueline, Mikey, Elena. Lucas and Jacqueline. Not my Mikey. (laughs) Lucas and Jacqueline are five months apart, and Jacqueline and Mikey are a year apart, and, well, Lainey don't count, because that's what they're. Uh, I was like, she's she, still a human. She's two. No, okay. she's two. There's a lot of years. And okay. and we like Lainey. Okay. Lainey's the only I one. Mean, I think we should, like, we should like yes. we should like all the children because it's not the children's fault. Oh, no. See, the oldest two? No, no, no. They're like their mother and sick in the head. Like the... Well, damn. Jacqueline's sister lives with Eric and Aaron and... She moves sip on that. She moves out and goes back to her mom when Jacqueline's there because oh, she doesn't like Jacqueline. Well, how like old Jacqueline. are they? 16 and 19. Uh, did you wow. say that before? No. Okay. They think the world owes them everything. Okay. Remember you were talking about the spoiled rotten? Yeah. yeah. The they're they're whatever's worse than spoiled rotten. That's what is what this are. episode about? 
Us derailing. Derail. But you know what? That's the Momster Squad, though. That's yeah. what we do. We yeah, derail. Was, we have a good time. I say we pick another freaking topic. If you want to. As long as it's positive. Yeah. As long as it's positive. I got positive. Oh, wait. Right. Do you want to do like a question? Oh, yeah. Do that. Let's How about it. children should come first? In what? Yeah. Well... Let's, that can go in many different directions. It can go because there's also articles that say your husband should always come first. Yeah, I've read those too. No, because I should when come they, first and then when they my leave, husband should When they come. leave the nest. Does anybody not hear what I just freaking yeah. said? True. <laughs> if he ain't putting in the work and making sure you're satisfied, then it goes both ways. Right. <laughs> right. But that's what the article's about, where uh, for sure him, you, you should be first, and for you, he's first, not the children. Yes, because when the children leave the nest, who do you have in the end of the day? You are left with your husband or significant other, um, so you should... And then you have to refine yourselves, because you put the child first the whole time. Yeah, but that's why it's always... Put. That's why they say put your significant other first above the children. Sorry, Like, John. if you're... Like, <laughs> you're not first! <laughs> <laughs> like, in my house... So, in the article, it actually says... What, are you reading Cosmo? No, it was the article floating around We're on not Facebook. teenagers anymore. We don't look at the magazines and... <laughs> now we read We Facebook. just look at the pictures of Playboy. <laughs> I don't... Th- I think Playboy's a big thing nowadays. And you have Pornhub and all that stuff. Okay, listen. I don't go there. <laughs> I got enough porn in my head. I don't need to watch it. <laughs> I, I got the real thing, so. Right. Uh, I don't even know. Anyway, what sorry, because we derailed into <laughs> off of that topic. See how quickly the Momster Squad loses their ability to focus? God. Um, so, I, children first. Yes, in certain circumstances, I believe... Children should come first in certain things. So I guess where I was going with that with children coming first was not necessarily putting my husband second, but more so the fact that if I, so again, me being the older one, I feel that the reason I wasn't, I didn't have a child any sooner is because I was too selfish. It was all about Becky. And sometimes I feel it may still be. Well, I was going to say, Becky's the center stage. Yes, Becky's world, we just live in it. Right. It's, it's my movie. I'll just play a part in it. So that being said, I do, like, now I notice so many changes in myself as far as parenting and those, oh, yeah. and I, and I think I may have said in an earlier episode, those aha come to fruition moments that you know my mom said this or my grandmother said that, and I'm like, oh, so that's what they meant by all of this, and you know, it's like I realize, okay, so <clears throat> my daughter should have. Granted, I'm like a total thrifty shopper these days, and I wish I had learned that a long time ago because I'd be probably a pretty rich woman if yeah, I did. Yeah, you're like a pro at it. I, I'm beginning to be. I will, I'll do secondhand shopping from to the day I die, clearance shopping, 
it's it is so worth it because I just had money to go on vacation. Huh? How did that happen? So, but as far as putting your child first, I'm finding that like, say we go out, we go out to dinner, or I've made dinner at home, and she wants seconds of something, and I'm really enjoying my meal, but I know that that's all that's left. She wants it. I give it to her. I. I don't think that's an entitlement thing. I think it's no, that's, that's it's just a good thing to do. You put you give your child everything you can give them without spoiling them. If that makes sense. Yeah. That's also not spoiling them. They're still hungry and you could always eat something else. Well, just I'm going to tell you right now, we go out and there's lobster involved, ain't <laughs> nobody getting that shit. Save. <laughs> Shit. Crab legs, laughter. Nope. I will. I will fight you. What? You see, I wish we were on video. See what she just did. <laughs> fight you to the death. Are you drinking Captain? This, no, this, I am drinking Crown. Oh, this girl does the best Captain impersonation <laughs> ever. <laughs> it was wasn't it originally Captain Abby Cadabby? Yes. Kate. Oh! <laughs> There it is! Again, this needs to turn into a video podcast. We do. There are so many things that we are laughing at that they can't see. It will, shortly. Only imagine. I can't even do that. Okay, is there something blinking down there? Yeah, you. No, I just, like, saw some, like, big It's the floating head. No! (laughs) (laughs) No! And that concludes episode six of the Monster Squad. (laughs) Sorry, we derailed so much, but that's what makes us fun, right? Right. All right. So, follow our social media pages. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at the Monster Squad or at Monster Squad. You can also find us on Instagram. Graham. No. Graham. (laughs) Stop making fun of me. Um, The underscore monster underscore squad. Um, As always, if you have any mom stories or any topics you would like us to talk about, you can always email us at themonstersquad at outlook.com. Always write in the title, your topic, or mom story, and then let us know if you would like us to use your name or remain anonymous, as well as you can always... Uh, message us on Facebook or DM us on Instagram as well. More than welcome to. Um, thank you again for listening to episode six as it went all over the place, but I'm sure you enjoyed it as much as we did. Uh, but thank you for listening to The, the Mobster Squad. Squad.